something motivational, inspirational, and conversational. Oh, artist at home. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us and being a guest on our Artist at Home series. Before we get started, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and the kind of work that you do when things are a little more normal in the world? Um, yeah, I'm a uh, professional dance artist. Um, I work full time um, with Toronto Dance Theater. So it's kind of my nine to five type of job. I do get my summers off, so it is seasonal, but it's... Um, a pretty con significant contract that I'm lucky to have. Um, I also do a lot of freelance teaching at different studios and um, different high schools and stuff like that. I also have my own choreographic practice, um, so I am developing my own work currently, and I also choreograph um, for like smaller festivals, I get commissioned to do a few little things. And so I do that as well. And then I, um, I produce and artistic lead this kind of organization called New Blue Emerging Dance. And it's a organization that supports um, emerging dance artists in the community. So um, we usually have festivals and residencies and workshops and other kind of programming that supports um, artists in the city and developing their work and getting their voice out there and all that stuff. So I kind of do a lot of different things. I also do work for like other festivals as front of house and box office and I do art, a lot of arts administration on the back end of a few things. So yeah, I keep busy. Yeah, it sounds like it. So can you tell us a little bit more about New Blue and also how um, your work with that was, well, how it came to be, but also how it was affected by the pandemic? Yeah, I mean, it started as a, a little project in school. Um, a lot of the contemporary training programs in the city and across Canada usually have their own theater or have access to a theater. So often they have some kind of composition course or some kind of composition um, kind of series where different students can create work and um, then showcase it on a stage and stuff. At George Brown, where I went to school, um, we had the composition course, but we didn't have a theater. So we would just do like an in-studio showing and it didn't really seem, yeah, it just didn't seem like it was gonna do the work justice. Like we worked really hard over like two years to to hone in on our choreographic skills and composition and stuff and to just do it in a studio didn't seem right. So I got the rest of my class to, to give me like 25 bucks and I rented a theater for a day and I produced the show for us and it was really, it was a really big success. And then all the profits made from that show, the my classmates donated them to me to start the organization, um, New Blue. And that was supposed to be just like one festival for emerging artists like the following summer like three days long and since then it's kind of grown into and branched out into different things with residencies and workshops and bigger and bigger and bigger festivals like up to seven days long over 120 artists so it's kind of grown into this massive thing over the years um 
Yeah, with the pandemic, we were supposed to have a festival the first week of June, and that clearly didn't happen. So we were going to postpone it and just looking into the future, like there's really no, there's really no, uh, no one really knows like kind of what's going to happen. So we right. kind of had to make the executive decision to just completely cancel this festival. Um, this edition of the festival and we're going to start fresh in the future when we have a bit more information about what's possible. We were pretty close to almost, you know, being able to do it. it just, you know, just a few months there, a few weeks there, but yeah, so we ended up just canceling it and um, we did receive a grant as well. So there've been some kind of stuff we're doing with that on the back end of things for the artists and stuff. But um, yeah, there's no um, festival of any kind, no workshops, nothing publicly. So what made you decide to just kind of cancel uh, this edition of the festival in its entirety, as opposed to, you know, putting out online content in its place uh, initially? Mm -hmm. Because I think everyone has jumped on this this Zoom bandwagon or, you know, some other form of online content. And I think the, the problem with it is it, it doesn't always do the work justice. Yeah. Um, as an example, I actually just finished a contract on Monday working for it. There's another dance festival, kind of performance festival in the city that I work for every year. And they ended up putting their stuff online. But their work and what they curate and how it works, it worked extremely well. And I think it was actually like an, a really big success for them. Um, just with how many people, like they had like hundreds of people coming to workshops and to performances. Like it was really successful. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think New Blue could have, you know, gone there in certain ways. But the fact of the matter is we have like over 120 artists. We have... I think we had upwards of 50 performances scheduled. We had um, like 32 movement workshops. We had like 14 um, career building workshops and discussion series and conversations and talkbacks and like you name it, we kind of shove it all into seven days. Like it's literally from 10 a.m. till 10 p.m. The whole day is just condensed, condensed, condensed. So when looking at putting all of that online, it starts to become a lot. And when you don't have a ton of money, we had a grant, but we lost all other forms of our revenue. You start to think like, okay, I could use this grant to try to make an online thing happen, but I have to hire people to do that. And like, there are a lot of other things that also come into it. I can't just do it all myself, especially with that many people. And you just started looking at the budget and you're going like, I mean, the artists are going to get no, no money. <laughs> we already barely have any money. So it, it just didn't seem financially responsible to try to do something that really wasn't that like that there were so unknowns about like we didn't know if that was going to really support the artists. And in our opinion, like on the organizational side, it didn't really align, like di digital, digitalizing some of the stuff didn't really align with what our mission and mandate were is like, it's not saying that online stuff can't 
and the digital realm can't kind of support emerging artists. But in how we were going about it, it would be such a contrast um, to try to build this digital community that we, there just wasn't enough time. There wasn't enough weeks. I would have loved to do it, but it's just time and money and it just didn't feel right asking the artists to also work for like a really small honorarium in their living room trying to take this piece that was supposed to live in a whole other context. And there were lots of artists that I'm sure would have loved to do that, but I couldn't, it was just going to be way too much work with like over a hundred artists with all the other right. like workshop. Like it's just, so, there's so much there and to manage a whole digital realm is just, right. it's a lot. And I didn't have, we don't have a big team. Like we're kind of a grassroots thing. So yeah, it didn't really make that much sense. And we also were dealing with the grant. We already had to carry it over into 2020 for some other reasons. So we were, or we've already been holding onto this money for a little bit longer than expected, which is fine, and we have permission to do that. But with the pandemic, if we held on to it for until like 2021, because that's when we would have been able to do the festival, like next June, it would have started to affect some kind of cash flow things and taxes and all that kind of tax filings and everything. So we had to um, offload that money somehow. So, yeah. Right. And I mean, you, you touched on this as well, that the whole digital um, realm and doing a festival virtually is a whole undertaking of its own. And that's something I, I think people maybe don't realize is that it's not just a matter of we're going to do the exact same thing, but just put it in front of a webcam it's an entirely different beast and a whole other set of logistics and um, skill sets needed to produce that in a high quality way that is also going to be as equally valuable to your audience, right? Yeah, there were a lot of organizations, there are a lot of dance organization, organizations in the city um, and some dance companies and individuals. And honestly, like looking at all the digital content, everything was kind of covered like there were lots of conversations happening and discussion series kind of right. through the community there were lots of performances being posted online for people to watch there were some live stream performances for people to watch there were some like there were kind of all the things being covered through all the various organizations in the city so we didn't feel like a need to try to like add more to the pot because we're right. kind of already actually an overload of workshops and <laughs> performances and stuff like you could stay busy for weeks so that was partly part of it as well so so what's next for you you know after after uh this pandemic do you have anything that i mean i know it's difficult to say because things are yeah. so up in the air and we don't really know when it's gonna end do you have anything kind of coming up in the future yeah like i start back at toronto dance theater in september so it's coming up pretty quick um, with that, Toronto Dance Theatre is going undergoing a really big transition right now because we have a new artistic director coming um, starting like August 1st and our previous artistic director was there for over 40 years in the organization and led the, oh, wow. led the company for over 26 years I believe. So it's a huge shift. So actually since since like March when we got we, we got cut off a little bit early from our season and a show got moved to the next season and stuff. We've been 
obviously having a lot of transition meetings and conversations. So I've actually been engaging in like weekly or sometimes daily conversations about different things that are happening with the company and how we're transitioning forward. So starting in September, regardless if we're allowed to be back in person, depending on what the health regulations are or whatever it might be, we will be rehearsing some things through Zoom potentially, but I don't also don't, they don't really know what the possibilities are. They have right. a bunch of different action plans and plans in place, depending on the what's possible. But I know for certain that we'll be having a lot of Zoom or conversations about the transition and meeting the new York district director. Like I have a relationship with them, but a lot of the other dancers don't. So um, it's going to be get to know each other, kind of how, how can we shift this, this new this new thing. We'll be spending a lot of time um, also taking workshops and um, around like black lives and indigenous lives and um, systemic racism and all of that and anti um, yeah anti harassment workshops. There's another one. Oh yeah, the um, yeah sexual assaults and in dance and I'm not, I don't really have the proper language for all this. It's in a really nice document on the TBT website. Right, <laughs> um, right. But the, these types of things are going to be integrated into um, the the everyday workings of the company. So there will be like living documents or will be um, monthly or bi-monthly or yearly workshops that we'll be always engaging in. So we're constantly learning and being in dialogue with these things. So yeah, I, there's been a lot going on there and that's where I'll be focused come September. Um, I also did get a residency back in May for my work. It's like a residency emerging artists dance program thing and i'll be that was supposed to now got moved to november so that might be something happening in the fall but it's still kind of up in the air i have some more zoom meetings in the next few days to talk about what that might be um so yeah i mean actively the the two main things i'll be doing is tdt come september regardless of them there in person or digitally there will be lots of really exciting stuff happening and conversations going on, which would be really great. And um, the second thing would be really focusing on the personal training stuff because I have to do an exam soon. So yeah, I think that's mostly what I'll be working on. I've been spending a lot of time doing a lot of like self-reflection on mm -hmm. in relationship to kind of everything that's happening right now in the world. and and how I can kind of shift my my organization and my leadership to support marginalized communities and yeah, kind of do my part a little bit more in that. So I, that's also at the back of my head because I have nothing going on with New Blue, like I have nothing planned for New Blue in the future right now. So I've been working with a few other people that I work with, like the team, on kind of how we want to shift and move forward like the difference with tdt and my organization is that like tdt has you know a, an operating budget it's like a, a, right. a long time running company so they have the resources to be able to hire work like people to do these workshops on for the dancers and for the board and for like they have the resources to be able to make all these wonderful things happen and things that we've mm -hmm. been advocating for for a long time so 
it's kind of all finally coming together to the surface. But with New Blue, on the other hand, it's like, oh, you get a grant every few years, maybe. And it's kind of you're just working with your friends and it's kind of you're just volunteering your time. So we don't have the resources to be able to necessarily hire someone to come and work with our team to kind of um, yeah, work through some of these issues or help us kind of see and have a different perspective on the work we're already doing. I think New Blue and overall has done quite well in relationship to all those things. Um, but obviously we have a lot more to still do. And the part of the problem is, is that we just don't have the resources. So we're now having a lot of conversations about, okay, how can we, without any kind of money, what is the, and we don't have a lot of time either. Like, how can we work as a team to work through these issues? Like, how can we, mm -hmm. I don't know, self-start something, self-start learning? And how can we gain a new perspective on what we were doing already? So we're just trying to figure out, like, the framework for, like, a self-guided <laughs> workshop series for the team so that we can work through those things so that we can maybe bring something new to the table for the community and or bring more people into the family or into the fold give you know give up some of our our power our space for other people to kind of run with their voices and use the use what we have as something to run with whatever so yeah um there's lots kind of going on with that but that's all in kind of in the back of my head it's just stuff that's going to be percolating and i'm having a few conversations with the team just trying to figure that out but we're in no rush either we're just going to let everything kind of settle I mean, it's not settling, it should never settle, but um, we're just going to let it kind of the river to continue to run and then we'll, we'll uh, reassess a little bit further down the, down the river when we have a little bit more information and kind of clear ideas on where we could take all of this information and how we can help. So, yeah, those are kind of the main things I'll be working on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. Well, thank yeah. you so much for, for being a guest on our series. Um, if people want to follow you in your work, where can they find you online? Oh, um, so I have my Instagram is um, the PKism. So T-H-E-P-K-I-S-M. You can follow New Blue at on Instagram as well and on Facebook, New Blue Dance. And you can go to my website at www.peter-kelly.ca. And you can go to New Blue's website at www.newbluedance.com. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure to put those links down and tag you in the video so that everyone can find you. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs>